0: Alrighty, we are, hey, how's it going guys, this is Money Manny, I'm here, Um, we are, I'm broadcasting with Convo Podcast, and uh, we are actually doing our regular program, today we're going to go over a few, kind of just go over stuff that the viewers, the Viewers are chatting about. Um, I've lately, recently on my channel, my YouTube channel, I have been going over basically um, you know, second stimulus package information, updates, stock market updates, cryptocurrency updates, and then also just general budgeting and financing information as well. And then uh, a little bit of sports as well because. I am a sports fan, and right now the uh, the baseball playoffs is going on. Right now, the the recently on Sunday evening, the N F the N B A the N B A finals um, the Lakers won the world championship. So the N B A finals just finished, and they who did they beat? They beat the um, the Miami Heat. It was a pretty good series, but. Obviously the Miami Heat couldn't hold them down, so they won four games, I believe four games to two and uh, so they took that and uh, right now the the uh, N the major league baseball the championship series is going on with the American League and the National League. the uh, Astros today held on <laughs> held on for dear life, so they're still still alive. they are down. They won today, but they're down three games to one against the Tampa Bay Rays, so we'll see how that goes. And, um, so, uh, yeah, and then I haven't really looked at the... Um, actually, let me take a look. Let me take, let me take a look online. Got my laptop right here see what we can uh, update my stock market page yeah the uh, National League series is the the Dodgers versus the Braves uh, let's see yeah let's see what the Dodgers versus Braves score if it'll show me. Oh, so it shows the Dodgers beat the Braves fifteen to three, and it shows that the Braves are winning they're up two to one in the series. Wow, fifteen to three that's a lot, so it looks like the Los Angeles Dodgers looks like their bats woke up today and so pretty much in the for baseball. Um, they're playing every single day, so yeah dodgers lead oh the dodgers lead series two to one two zero okay oh no it says uh, they had they had these things kind of jumbled up that was the that was last series so Yep, looks like the Dodgers came back as well. They're down 1-2 to, to the Braves in the series, but they won today, so they're down by one game, 2-1. So we'll see what they those guys do tomorrow. And Astros and Tampa Bay Rays, they play tomorrow at 4.07 p.m. Central Time. I'm in Central Time, so cool there we go let me see if anybody else is gonna chime in here oh yeah we got got some Astros fans here on the, the on the live chat yeah so yeah the Tampa Bay Rays man those guys they came out not playing around in this series. They went went 3 games to 0 <laughs> and the Astros were looking at a like at an elimination game today, so we'll have to see we'll see what happens tomorrow. The Astros are still alive, so we'll see how that goes. And uh should be exciting. But uh, yeah, um so if you're for my YouTube people, if you're you're not subscribed definitely um, get subscribed and go down in the comment section and put I'm subscribed and um, go ahead and smash that like button so um how is your week money many my week's been good it's been pretty good I um yeah we we basically did go fishing. We went fishing Sunday evening, and that kind of, um, yeah, it's about, a like I said, an hour away. So we, we stayed within a good budget. We kept to our, you know, stayed with a good budget. We didn't want to go too, um, too overboard. But I definitely know next time I, um, I we got one pound of squid and one pound of shrimp which was only like twelve dollars, not too bad. and um, I know next time I'll definitely probably get just go and get two bags of squid because um, I was definitely getting good bites but nothing particularly big yet. Um, although this one guy well my fishing partner uh, he actually he caught quite a few bait fish, a handful of bait fish, but small catfish, not, no big deal at least he caught some stuff. Actually, the the funny thing was the pier actually was (laughs) from the recent hurricane weather. The pier actually was breaking, broke off a little bit, and they (laughs) um, you could see where it was like boarded up all in the front, and then it was kind of cornered off. So it was there wasn't a whole lot of people there, but it was there wasn't as much space as it normally has. So and. So people on both sides of the pier are casting into each other, which I was like, y'all are, should, you know, use your brain. Everybody casts one way. Either go, everybody casts to the right or everybody casts to the left, but, you know, it is what it is. We had the whole middle area, and I was casting on both sides all night. Uh, I really wanted to, to catch a stingray. That would have been nice. Um, stingrays are fun to catch. They always put, put up a really good fight. You know, I've caught a couple in Pensacola, Florida. Um, definitely looking to catch, catch one here fairly soon. Um, I've seen other guys at the piers catch them and, you know, they're so big and strong that their line, it wasn't even able to hold them up, but I actually have a 150 pound test line, which is pretty, pretty strong. I mean, that, that thing could pr- pretty much bring in any fish you can think of, but, um, yeah, so let me, um, Let's go ahead and check out the, the second stimulus check update information. And then I'm going to go ahead and read that article. And then we just kind of chat about it for a little bit. And then uh, after that, we can um, I'll grab a quick little drink. And then we'll keep going from there. So, yeah, also for my YouTube guys, I am live right now on my uh, Convo Podcast um, using an anchor podcast, so FYI, if you guys uh, you can check that out as well, give it a download. You can listen it, listen to it, you know, on your way to work or wherever you're in the morning. Whatever your routine is, while you're driving, you can listen to it while you're doing that as well. Um, for you guys on the podcast, you can follow me my on TikTok. Uh, my name's moneymanny Nineteen Eighty. And also, my Instagram is also MoneyManny1980, M O N E Y M A N N Y 1980. So, yeah, let's check out that. Let's go, go ahead and check out some second stimulus information. I'm actually on my laptop right here. It says, what's the status status of a second $1200 stimulus check? Yeah, and guys, small disclaimer, whatever you hear on this podcast or see on this on my channel, you know any, you know investment wise stock, you know anything, whatever you choose to do after hearing this or watching this, definitely you're on your own. Um, it's, whatever you do. Um, It's purely after this is your choice. So just wanted to throw in that small disclaimer. Um, But we would definitely appreciate you following and pursuing your dreams and endeavors. So, um, okay, it says, For months, millions of Americans have been grappling with the economic fallout of the coronavirus pandemic, have been pinning their hopes on Congress delivering another round of financial relief including direct cash payments and extension of enhanced unemployment benefits, but, but the door for such assistance slammed shut by President Donald Trump last week, only for him to nudge at a jar later that day. Okay. Yeah, since although he noted it would likely include stimulus checks as well as aid for the airline industry. I don't want to walk through the details because Treasury uh, Secretary Steve Mnuchin and Speaker Nancy Pelosi will be on the horn this afternoon to negotiate a package. Here it says, That's a reversal from Mr. Trump's position earlier this week when he pushed for a more limited series of separate measures, stimulus checks, $25 25 billion in aid for airlines and 135 billion in fresh loans for small businesses. yet House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who is championing a broader 2.2 trillion package passed by Democrats in the lower chamber last week on Wednesday, which was earlier still earlier today, um, scoffed at the president's idea of target relief. Secretary Mutchen came back to the negotiating table, um, and this weekend the administration issued a proposal that amounted to one step forward and two, two steps back. In fact, in some instances, it makes matters worse, Pelosi said. Pelosi said, Coronavirus race to respond. It says, economists warn that failing to inject another dose of fiscal stimulus could stall the recovery given the ongoing pandemic and economic headwinds. Job growth around the U.S. is slowing as big businesses continue to lay off workers, with the airline industry cutting tens of thousands of jobs this month. All right, without faster job growth, Unlikely at this stage of the recovery or increased fiscal aid, households, businesses, and state and local governments will be increasingly susceptible to a deterioration of the health situation, noted Gregory Dacco, Chief U.S. Economist at Oxford Economics. Spreading political mess. Prior to Friday's negotiations... Wall Street analysis had said the odds of reaching a compromise on either a broad package or more limited treasure, such as a stimulus payment, before the November 3rd election were dwindling. Replenishing the Paycheck Protection Program, which offers low-cost loans to small businesses, is unlikely because lawmakers in both parties would likely want to attach additional measures to such a bill. Goldman Sachs econ- economist Alec Phillips told investors in a report a standalone bill to authorize another round of stimulus payments to individuals is less likely, as neither party has made this a priority. After both political allies and opponents of Mr. Trump had voiced their opposition to, His decision to shut down the stimulus negotiations, the president's push for smaller relief bills appears to be a hasty attempt to clean up a spreading mess, according to Height Securities. Making this push after... Excuse me, I just lost my spot. (laughs) Um... Making the push after gladly taking the blame for killing the larger talks is not a winning strategy, and we expect that Pelosi has little motivation to give Trump wins on the type of standalone aid he is asking for. Height analyst added with the pandemic showing few signs of abating and earlier government aid now running, many businesses and households are facing financial crunch. 1 in 3 US adults struggled to pay for basic expenses like food, rent at the end of September, according to the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities, a liberal-leaning think tank. The Democrats, Democrats, excuse me, Democrats updated Heroes or Health or Economic Recovery Omnibus Emergency Solutions Act was designed to offset some of those pressures. The relief bill, which passed the House on Thursday, would have supported a wide range of economic programs, from food stamps to restoring $600 in extra weekly job benefits. Not bad. But Mr. Trump on Tuesday tweeted that he was pulling the plug on negotiations over further stimulus after the virus erupted in the U.S. this spring, the coronavirus aid. Relief and Economic Security Act had distributed some 160 million checks to Americans, offering cash payments of 1200 for individuals and 2400 for married couples, up to some in- income limits. A boost of $1,200 per adult would certainly help alleviate financial stress, yet that one-time payment would only go so far. A month's rent, for instance, or help with groceries and other bills, as with the initial round of checks. And, sorry about that, guys. Yes, people were sending me messages on TikTok, and it was distracting me. So, okay, I'll just start off here. Yeah, a boost of $1,200 per adult would certainly help alleviate financial stress. Yeah, that definitely would help. I bet most people could probably pay their rent with that, or or car payment, and probably some gas. And it says, yet that one-time payment would only go so far. True. Um, a month's rent, yeah, actually I just said that. <laughs> For instance, or help with groceries and other bills. Yep, exactly. As with the initial round of checks, they would be disrupted to everyone earning less than 75000 per single taxpayer or 150000 per married couple regardless of whether they lost work or income. All right, next paragraph. Economists say other relief policies have proved more effective at boosting the economy. For instance, an extra $600 in weekly unemployment pay helped bolster households that, that had suffered job or income losses until it expired in July. In May alone, the program boosted personal income by $842 million according to the Economic Policy Institute. That money helped support local businesses, keeping the economy from collapsing under the impact of lockdowns. But Mr. Trump on Tuesday didn't mention renewing the program as a standalone funding effort. Meanwhile, an extra $300 in weekly unemployment aid that Mr. Trump had ordered is already depleted in 19 states, according to unemployment.com. Which tracks the program. That effort called Lost Wages Assistance was created in August by tapping disaster relief funds, but it only provides six weeks and extra, extra jobless benefits. We estimate the expiry of the program will create a six hundred billion income cliff, leaving household Income roughly 3% below its pre-COVID level in October. And DACO wrote, with over 12, I mean, excuse me, 20 million individuals still claiming unemployment benefits, such a shortfall could have deeper local consequences. All right, and that was, that was the first article I kind of just generally went over different types of information. Not too shabby. So, they basically are still negotiating. It looks like it... They did bring it off the table, but like they were saying, they also are helping out the airlines and they're looking at putting back into unemployment I guess once it does pass yeah so and another thing is the election pretty much is we're getting closer and closer to that, so we'll see. Here it says, millions of Americans yeah, missed out on the first round of stimulus. If lawmakers eventually approve a second relief bill, the rules could change. Here's what you need to know about age and stimulus eligibility. When you turn 18, you're old enough to vote, get a driver's license, enlist in the military, attend college, and get married. However, when the first round of stimulus payments went out in March, most young Amer- young adults weren't eligible to receive a check of their own or any money at all. An estimated 13 million young people aged 17 to 24 who were claimed as dependents were excluded from qualifying stimulus payment. That is definitely true. The latest stimulus proposal from the White House includes a second stimulus check of up to 1200 for eligible adults and a thousand for qualifying child dependents. Wow actually you know what I never really thought about that yeah because if're you're, if you're claimed as someone's independent I mean they're dependent you can't get a check yourself. Wow, so so yeah, it definitely looks like they are, they are definitely looking at negotiations still, and so right now it looks like they're kind of halting things until the, the end of the election, which should be November the 3rd, let's see how far away that is, that's only like a few weeks away, uh, we're basically in the middle of October right now, it's October 14th we're pretty much in the middle of october and yeah, the, we will definitely see in a few weeks if if they can even do get something possibly before the the end of the yeah, the end of the or hopefully maybe before the elections um the decision, the elections, all the voting and all that stuff takes place, so But, um, who knows? Yeah, so, alrighty, so, let me, I'm gonna go back to my, my live screen, see if there's any questions. Yeah, well, the word on the street, I just pretty much read it to you. It looks like they're pretty much just waiting for the November 3rd to roll around, the, they're waiting to see possibly what happens with the elections because at the end of the day, it is one of the things that has been passed to the House. It's still waiting to go through the Senate. So, yeah, so some of you guys listening to this podcast, um, yeah, I'm wearing, I wear some LED glasses. People are making comments about it and... I have a little back background screen here, but cool well yeah, it'll be really interesting. I mean we're pretty much fifteen sixteen eh, about a little over seventeen eighteen days away from the the election, so the finalization of the election because I know there there has been some early voting going on. I've saw it you know when I was driving around today, so We will definitely see how that goes. Um, Yeah, bear with me one second, guys. Um, I'm going to grab a a drink really quick. uh, Yeah, just hold that thought. Alright, I'm back. My throat was getting a little dry. And I forgot to grab me a, a drink, my bottle of water before I started. There we go. But yeah. Now, now let's go to our segment of the stock market. So basically what I'm going to go over here is we're going to check out the the uh, stocks uh, the the Dow, the Nasdaq. Kind of see where they're going in in the red if any any of you are traders out there. If any of you, any of you have some stocks um, if you're a long-term trader or if you're a, you know, you're a quick money trader where you want to get in while it's going up and Once it dips, pull out that money and make a profit. This would be good information for you as well. But uh, it is time we can start seeing where the stocks go up. All right. And time to uh, see which stocks are gaining and which ones are losing and all the above. All right. Let me pull it up on my screen. I'm going to go into a quick refresh just to make sure it's up to date. So this would be the end of Wednesday and then, um, New York stock exchange going into Thursday and I'm going to go over a little bit, a little bit of popular stocks as well for you guys on the podcast. uh, Normally I, You know, go over the Dow, the Nasdaq, S&P, popular stocks, gainers, losers, uh, some commodities. And, uh, you know, some currencies around the world. And pretty much go over all that information. And like I said, it's um, do your due due diligence. This is kind of like, I'm just looking at a pretty credible website, but you know before you choose to invest in the market I would definitely check out the market research research it for yourself and then kind of go from there but maybe take my word as a guidance so maybe if there's you know stock information you you haven't heard before or not sure about but uh you know stock information it it changes all the time usually during the day so it's kind of more of like a heads up especially for you know, going into going into tomorrow, if you're gonna um, choose to buy any stocks, um, I actually highly recommend. If you're not using, actually, I'm not sponsored by them yet. Maybe I will be sponsored by them in the near future. But I recommend Robinhood um, stock um, stock um, website, the Robinhood app. I've seen lots of people do very well with it. It's user-friendly it gives you a couple different options it actually kind of understands you and how you invest and kind of knows you kind of asks you what your goals what you want to be and figures you out so it kind of gives you the best output it can get for your what you like to invest in so here we go get started here so we got let me take a drink drink water first Alright, here we go. The Dow is at, oh, so what I'm seeing here is that every, everything's in the, starting off, everything is in the red. That's not too bad. It's um, negative 0.58%. So, negative, the Dow's negative 0.58% in the red. Traded at $28,514, which is a negative $165 in the red. The NASDAQ is at a negative 8, uh, 0.80%. So that's less than 1%. Not too bad, but it is down. Um, it's, right now it's being traded at $11,768.73 at a negative $95.17 the S&P 500 is at a negative 66.66%, so that's still under less than 1% down, not too bad. Um, That's traded right now at $3,488.67, and that's a negative $23.26. And again, not too bad as well, less than 1%, it's not, not too bad. It could recover fairly quickly, and we'll, we'll see how it goes in the next few days, but just under 1%. You start getting under 5 and 10%, that still could be a, a good long-term investment. You get it while it's on the dip, because like they say, what goes down must come up, right? Normally, unless it's just the they go out of business or something, but, but they've been around for years, so. All right, now on to some popular stocks. Apple Incorporated is at $121. uh, Trade right now at $121.18. And that is at a positive 0.07%. So it's starting to go back up. And Citigroup Incorporated is at a... Traded at $43.05, and that's at a negative 1.4% dip. Not too bad, but dipping just a little in the red. And General Electric, all right. I know the few days ago, it was actually even at zero, and they are back in the green. Traded at $6.82, and they're at a plus 1.4%. So, They're starting to go up, which is good to know. And the next popular stock is Alphabet Incorporated. That is traded at $1,563.72. And that's taken a dip in the red at a minus 0.21%. And the last popular stock is Microsoft Corporation, traded at $220.00. And $0.79, and that's at a minus 0.93%. So a little dip on them, not too shabby. And let's see, going down the website here. So that is your popular stocks. So now we are going to start chatting about some some gainers and some losers. So for for you guys on the podcast... Since this is actually my very first podcast, I go through about five, one, two, yeah, like five stocks that are, you know, your good gainers for the day in the green, and then I go over another five that are your losers. However, you like to invest, if you like to buy on the dip or you like to trade on the the up, on the up and the green, because I know that I have talked to some traders and some traders like to. You know, once the stock hits above 5, anywhere from 5 to 20% in the green on the plus, they like to invest into it until it goes back down, and that's, that's how they make their money. So, all right, let me take a small drink, and then we will start. All right, our first gainer for the day is Concho Resources Incorporated, that's at that's a, in the plus 10.24% in the green, and that is Concho Resources Incorporated. And my next gainer for the day is Contier Corporation, and that's at a plus 4.67% in the green. Not bad. Um, my next gainer for the day is Holly Frontier Corporation. That's at a 3.32% increase. Doing pretty good there. Cisco Corporation. That's at a plus 2.8, 2.8 percent increase. So they're doing. They're on the up and up. And my next gain, my last gainer for the day, drum roll, is Kinder Morgan Incorporated. They're at a plus 2.78 percent increase in the green. So those are your gainers for end on Wednesday today. and Let's get to the uh, Let's get to these losers, which they, okay. Uh, First loser for the day is Wells Fargo and Company. They're, they are down 6.02% in the red. Um, And next loser for the day is Bank of America Corporation. They're at a negative 5.33% in the red. Next loser for the day is West Pharmaceutical Services Incorporated at a minus 3.78%. And next loser for the day is United Rentals Incorporated at a minus 3.16%. And all right, drum roll, please. My last loser for the day is United Health Group Incorporated at a minus 2.89%. And those are all the losers for the day. All right, so I'm gonna go over now some commodities and then after that um, I'll go over a a little bit of currencies and then we'll go from there. All right, so oil right now is priced at $41.13 a barrel and that's a plus 22% increase, and gas is at $2.66. And that's a ten percent increase. Gold is at $1,904.10. And that's at a negative 0.17% decrease in the red. Silver right now is traded at $24.26. And that's a negative 0.53%. And corn right now is priced at $397.25. And that's a plus 0.19% increase. Alrighty. And let's check out some currencies over here. The euro, the euro right now is a dollar seventeen compared to the US dollar. The British pound is a dollar thirty compared to the US dollar. And the Canadian dollar is is.76 Um, cents compared to the U.S. dollar, and let's go, I'm going to take a small drink, and then we'll go over the um, industry performances, percentages, and, and then from there we'll spin off into some cryptocurrency information, and then definitely after that we'll be calling it a day for this Wednesday, late, late Wednesday. All right, so yeah, sector, and these are are called sector performances, so they're basically, it it is good information because, you know, if you're looking at trading stocks or anything of that nature, all these industries have all hundreds, possibly thousands of companies that are related to them, and you could actually... um, start researching the the markets and seeing which companies you might want to invest in here soon. So let me see where we're at. All right, doing pretty good on time. Consumer durables, 33 is at $33, or excuse me, 33.24% increase. Actually, now that I'm looking at this whole list, Everything's in the green except one industry which is that one industry that is the only in the red at a negative percentage is energy materials which is at sixteen point nine seven percent decrease so other than that everything here's in the green kind of from top to bottom yeah they got it they have um, so this is your top industries exploding. And kind of going backwards down to the ones with exploding the least. So, yeah, I just told you consumer durables, that first one. The next one is transportation, it's at a plus 27.3% increase. And my next industry is electronic technology, that's at a 19.91% increase. Retail trade. Retail trade is at a 16.51% increase, doing pretty good. And like we were saying last week, retail trade, um, Halloween, it's Halloween's coming up, so um, I'm pretty sure people are still going to be buying candies. So whether they do the trick-or-treat thing or not, but at the end of the day, if they're being bought, whether they give them away doesn't necessarily matter. It's just what matters to the market is that they're actually being bought, and it looks like. Are still being bought right now because they're at 16, 16 and a half increase. So, FYI on that. Um, commercial services 16.04 percent increase. Tech services is at a 15.77 percent increase. Consumer non-durables is at a 11.96 percent increase. Health services is at a 11.02 percent increase. Utilities is at a 9.68% increase, and finance is at a 7.79% increase. All right. And then, like I said, that last, energy materials, is in the red, about a little under 16%. In the red, energy materials. So, you think about it, you could also research energy materials because right now it could be a good long-term investment. You buy it now on a good dip, that's a good st- stock on the low, in the long run, you can make some money with it. And that's if it recovers. So, all right, so that pretty much ends our stock information. Now it's time to get into the fun cryptocurrency. Yeah, let's check out this cryptocurrency news. Actually, I'm actually gonna pull it right here on my laptop. Let's go and just check out Bitcoin's price first. See what see what we're at today. So Bitcoin is priced at eleven thousand four hundred and three dollars and ten cents, and Still kind of steadily keeping that above 11000 price. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. Looks like I had a little hairball. All right. Yeah, let's take a little small analysis on Bitcoin. Because technically right now, Bitcoin is the big dog. And it's kind of... When it does go up, it also carries altcoin, altcoins as well. So, the market cap is at $211.25 billion. It's at $20.31 billion of volume in the last 24 hours. And for you um, people on the Convo podcast, it um, recently... This last week, uh, there was the Square company purchased over fifty million dollars in Bitcoin. So that's kind of where there's a, that huge spike went this last week. Yeah, twenty-four hour net change eighteen dollars and sixty-nine cents. Bitcoin was the first cryptocurrency. To successfully record transactions on a secure, decentralized blockchain-based network. Which, I kind of know that. All right. So, that's what's going on with Bitcoin. Let's see. Let's go back and go to some cryptocurrency news. Let's see what they're... See what they're talking about. A ten billion firm makes Bitcoin its primary treasury. Oh wow, that's pretty interesting. So what it what it looks like here is a lot of companies. They're just looking to take advantage of the. Uh, of the, the increase of Bitcoin. It looks like they're staking their investments pretty high. Alright. Here we go. <clears throat> this is going to be pretty much the last little article. We're going to go over with... With some cryptocurrency. I know last time I kind of shotgunned around with the prices and stuff. Um, let us let me read this real quick. Okay, here we go. That's pretty good. Ethereum is at $378.18. Right now it's kind of been at a negative 0.94% decrease in the market in the last 24 hours. Uh, Ripple um, traded, traded as XRP. It's at $0.24, kind of at a negative 2.8% decrease in the last 24 hours. Chainlink, it's uh, priced at $10.77 at a negative 3.5% for the last 24 hours. And Stellar is at $0.07 right now being traded at. And last 24 hours, a negative 3.16% decrease. Here it says for cryptocurrency news today it says Ethereum's Vitalik uh, Butarian calls on power users to move to layer 2 scaling. Oh yeah St- so that that company that we were saying that wanted that a 10 billion firm makes Bitcoin its primary treasury asset. Stone Ridge, Stone Ridge Holdings Group announces 50 million in new funding for its digital asset subsidiary, as well as significant Bitcoin treasury holdings. So Stone Ridge Holdings, I don't believe they have anything to do with Square. So if that's true, the price for Bitcoin could actually go up in the next week, few weeks, days actually as well. Next couple days, next few weeks. It says, Ethereum powers users, Compos- composability questions, staking solutions. All right. Wow. So these guys are... Yeah, let's go ahead and check out some... Let's check out Digi- Digibyte. See what Digibyte is priced at twenty four cents a share. Their high and low have been twenty four cents, twenty five cents. So yeah, and it it seems like it's it's been there kind of for the last couple weeks. So I haven't really seen a lot going on with that, but it's still there for you guys holding it or looking to sell it. Or looking to buy it as well. Cool. And... Yeah, let's check this last latest news. And then I will definitely be out for the day. Last cryptocurrency news for the day. Five mega exchanges hold 10% of Bitcoin's entire supply. Wow, I never heard of that. Five mega exchanges. Let's see if they say what, what it is. Blockland book review. No, let me see. Oh, wow. So five mega exchanges. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. I'm reading here. It doesn't. It just. That's a big header editor's choice. Okay. Okay, maybe I have to click on that. If it doesn't tell me, I'll definitely research it and we could talk about it on the next podcast/slash uh, live YouTube. Five mega exchanges hold 10% of bitcoins. Okay, it shows. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I know y'all can't see it. It shows a picture of five guys in suits. One, two, three, four. Well, it's four guys. <laughs> it shows uh, some guys in suits, and they're like shoveling around gold Bitcoin Bitcoin uh, coins, Like and they're like celebrating. <laughs> it says roughly 10.6% of Bitcoin circulating supply is currently held on just five centralized exchanges according to data published in Chain. Dot info <clears throat> more than 1.96 million bitcoin is currently held between the major exchanges okay here here it goes got it coinbase huobi h-u-o-b-i huobi binance okex okex and kraken okay likely owing to its custody services coinbase holds by far the most at 944 uh, 1904 Bitcoin, so a little over 900,000 currently spread across, excuse me, approximately 4.39 million different wallet addresses. Okay, Hwobi Hu- ranks second with 323,000 held in roughly 900,000 unique wallets, followed by Binance with 289,000 Bitcoin across 2.7 million addresses. OK, has 276,000 in 30, 339,000 wallets with while Kraken holds 126,000 Bitcoin among 672,000 addresses. OK, the next seven exchanges, Bitflyer, Bitrex, Bitfinex, Polynex, Coincheck, Gate.io and Bitstamp hold a further 210,000 Bitcoins between them. The data shows that many users still prefer to accept security risk associated with holding a significant portion of their holdings on centralized exchanges, in spite of cryptocurrency's fundamental ethos and decentralization and mantra of not your keys, not your Bitcoin. That is That definitely is true. Those guys are definitely taking a... Huge risk. I mean, that's that's a lot of money currency mixtures up in there. All right. I'll go and read the last part of this article, and then we will be out for today. The percentage of the Bitcoin supply held on the five centralized exchanges may actually add up to significantly more than 10%, with... Chainalice is recently estimating that the 3.7 million Bitcoin that have not moved in more than five years are likely lost. Wow, that could be true. People could also be forgetting their username, passwords. I mean, that's just wild. If that's true, then nearly 15% of Bitcoin supply is currently custodied across five centralized platforms. Bitcoin, yeah. Wow, the five platforms that I talked about earlier, so... So uh definitely interesting. Uh EOS is at two point six one two dollars and sixty one cents, minus one point two percent. And uh Litecoin, which I didn't talk about yet. And I do have the price up here is so It's traded at forty nine dollars and sixty five cents and it's at a minus one point six percent. So uh Ethereum is at three hundred and sixty eight dollars and negative one point two percent. All right, well well that's that's pretty much all I got for you guys today. Um, really appreciate you guys um, um, downloading the information through the Anchor app. Um, that This is a Convo podcast. And uh, my name is Money Manny. I'm with HTX TV on YouTube as well. So you can check me out on both spots as well. And uh, over and out sometimes i do have you know some commentary on here once in a while captain cash sometimes comes here eventually when he does come back you know he's um pretending to a schedule he's got stuff going on he has a busy man he's got his own schedule so when he's available he can come on as well and maybe some other guests in the near future um i've already chatted with some other people um pretty much if we're not doing the inter- interview type Questions and chatting, you know, I'll, I'll just go over my regular information, you know, which is pretty much personal finance, business, and uh, stock market, c- cryptocurrency information, um, analysis, finance tips. So, but yeah, guys, I love you guys. Um, actually, thank you for the brand new subscribers out there. I really appreciate you guys. Thank you for supporting the channel. Um, like I said, um, I'll put my my new TikTok and Instagram information in there. And uh, I will chat with you guys soon. You know, don't YouTubers, don't forget to smash that like button. And for you guys coming on the Combo Podcast, appreciate your support. And uh, we'll chat with you soon. Talk to you later. Hey, how's it going guys? It's Money Manny with um with a combo podcast coming at you. We are live here on a Saturday evening and <clears throat> today we are gonna go over Um pretty much kind of the same things. I do have a guest um, uh, guest commentator, it's C- commander C- cash commander, so say hello cash commander. Yeah, so, so yeah, um, yeah, Cash Commander, she'll be chiming in here and there, you know, she may not be chimed in for most of the part, but she'll be just kind of here throughout the, the the podcast and also the, you know, obviously the, the live. (sighs) All right, so, so yeah, it's been a pretty good, interesting week here, lots of, uh, Lot of stuff going on with the second stimulus. You know, it's going to be interesting to see how that goes down. Um, from the looks of it, it, seems like we we are still negotiating, but uh, I'll definitely get you some updates on that. And uh, haven't even looked at the stock market either, so we'll be checking that out as well. Also, going into basically some interaction conversations uh, with the live people texting, texting in from YouTube, and stuff like that, as well, so, um, let me, <clears throat> yeah, and for you guys, if you're watching this, uh, live YouTube video, maybe you're not watching, the, you're not in the live, but you're watching a, or the, watching the pre-recorded, definitely, uh, hit the smash that like button, to help out the YouTube algorithm, that help, helps us out so much, and, uh, Yeah, I guess today we'll first check out some second stimulus information. Let me see here. Let's see what they're talking about. All right. Uh, But before we get into some of that second stimulus information, let me uh, give a few shout-outs to my other social medias. So pretty much what I've done now is I'm um, <clears throat> I did switch my Instagram to to my to my my name here on the YouTube and podcast. In main menu um, of In main menu fifty three. I switched it to I switched it to Money Manny nineteen eighty. So. So basically, the cool thing is now my. Yeah, all of my Instagram, TikTok, my. Most of my stuff is kind of. Well, other than YouTube, which is HTX TV. um, It's capital HTX and then space TV. You can also uh, follow us on that. (coughs) But um, yeah, I pretty much decided to go and put. Put everything my Instagram and my TikTok as money many, so kinda streamline that. Um make it easier for especially when we're, we're going in and out of the you know, logging in and everything, use the same logins, right? So Yeah, um Cash Commander, did have you done that with any of your social medias? Yes. TikTok I actually say as a teacher there Fun Texas Teacher Oh okay. Yeah, so um, <coughs> you should definitely uh, follow fun Texas Ca- Cash Commander on TikTok, she's Fun Tex Fun Texas Teacher. Yeah. Um uh, any other social medias or No, uh, uh, we just do family for the other ones, so I don't really promote some on those. Cool, so Definitely give her a follow at, uh, you said at TikTok. Fun it's Texas Fun Texas Teacher. Cool. Definitely check those out. Um, I'm definitely getting into the TikTok nowadays as well. So, but, uh, yeah, so let me, let me go and read some stuff on the second stimulus update. And then we'll, then after that, we'll just <coughs> kind of go from there. So, so right now we got the, uh, Second Stimulus Check Updates, and what's today's date? Oh Yeah, today's October 17th. A battle of wills is taking place in Washington as Democrats and Republicans try to bring home a final win on their terms before the election. With Trump, the Trump Poll numbers sliding, and Democrats, Democratic voters already voting in record numbers. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi feels that she has Trump against the ropes, according to reporting in the Washington Post, saying that the House Democrats have maximum leverage now. However, whatever comes out of ongoing negotiations between her and Mucin will have to get through the Republican-held Senate. Let me see. It shows. They kind of had a little commentary, but I'm just going to read the article. Because in my opinion, sometimes the commentaries, they're a little biased. It's... I mean, it is what she said on Twitter, but you never know. Like Some people could like have imposter Twitter accounts. and I'll just read a little bit of that, and then I'll, I'll get back into the article. It says, It has already... It is already clear that compassion will not drive the Republicans to help millions of Americans struggling financially from the crisis. This is supposedly from a Nancy Pelosi's Twitter account, the House Speaker for the Democrats. Um, but perhaps they can recognize the stimulating effect that helping struggling families will have on our, our economy. Hashtag deadline White House. Okay. So that's just a little... Supposedly it's from her account, so I'm not necessarily saying it is. It's just uh, from this website I'm using, which this website's pretty credible. But in the end, like I say, always, before you research anything, do your due diligence. Um, Alrighty. And it says the Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell... Here. ...on Thursday told reporters that... He is willing to go higher than my members are, referring to the $1.8 billion package that the White House has represented to Ms. Pelosi. Instead, Mr. McConnell intends to put to a vote in the Senate a much smaller package to keep the Paycheck Protection Program going. He said, of his more targeted bill, my members think half a trillion dollars, highly targeted, is the best way to go. Mr. McConnell's package would be less than a quarter of what the White House Democrats passed along party lines at the beginning of the month. Ms. Pelosi has shown little interest in passing piecemeal packages as it would appear like a win for the Republicans, preferring a much larger comprehensive aid bill. In addition, Trump's erratic messaging on what type of package should be passed has bolstered her position. And then it shows here uh, uh, Mr. McConnell, um, Senate leader, it shows his Twitter account. He says, We don't agree with Speaker Pelosi that nothing is better than something for workers. So I guess they are choose to disagree on that. And has a bunch of more stuff, but I'm not really going to get into that. And then... Okay, I'm going to get back in the article. It says, Shifting positions over a week ago, Trump canceled all negotiations over stimulus to have Republican senators focus on the nomination of his Supreme Court pick, Judge Amy Barrett, only to do a complete U-turn after receiving criticism from members of his party. Now, Trump has stated and tweeted that he wants to go big and that he would like to see an even bigger deal than the $2.2 trillion that Democrats passed in the House at the beginning of the month. Some progress, some progress is being made between the White House and Ms. Pelosi, with Mucin announcing on CNBC that one of the sticking points funding for testing has been overblown. I guess they're talking about testing... is that what they said? Funding for testing, yeah. Funding for testing, I guess that would be for COVID or CV nineteen. Is that what they call it now CV nineteen? I mean, it's. I've heard it on. I've heard it on. You know, different platforms. Uh, <coughs> it's a easier way, quicker way to say it. Instead of COVID, CV. Yeah, it's just a nice quicker way to say it. Yeah, so looks like they're they're trying to get extra funding for the testing. So um, I'm not sure how much it cost for the those testings yeah. sites. I mean, I've actually seen a few here in town. I mean, they're I don't I see them here and there, and I guess <clears throat> a few friends of mine that they're in the restaurant industry, they've talked about that, you know, a lot of those people are getting tested because a lot of the managers are making them, it kind of makes sense, you know, they don't want people handling people's food to have uh, any germs or, or be able to pass anything on that way, so, but um, who knows, alright, moving along here, I'll go ahead and read another few more articles and then we'll take our first small break, let's see. Although he and his advisors publicly say that they can get Republicans to fall in line with him, in private Republican lawmakers have dashed those hopes. To add Trump's problems, he is down in the polls due to his handling of the CV-19. The economic woes that everyday citizens are experiencing only further disappointment in how his administration has approached the pandemic, weakening the political pressure he can bring to bear on his party. All right. The US, the U.S. economy needs a shot of a stimulus as the recovery from the initial blow to it putters out. The Department of Labor announced that new jobless claims of up to 53,000 from the week prior on Thursday, now at a total of 898,000. Economists at the IMF this week called for the passing of the $2.2 trillion package, say it, it could boast the economy by 2% points. If all sides can come together and pass a deal, it would take about two weeks for the IRS to start sending out the checks. Not bad. That's cool. So. Yeah, it's two weeks. That, that's not bad. So. Yeah, so they're. Um. Yeah, they're they're getting pretty close. I think the last what we said the the few days ago, the last last offer from the Republicans was 1.8 trillion, and it seems like now they're willing to do. They're saying, if not 2.2 trillion, but possibly more. You know, they're willing to do more, even if it's to help out for testing. So, um, but. I think it's cool that they can get the checks out in two weeks. What do you think? Oh, definitely. That quick turnover is gonna make a big difference. Mhm. Definitely. And people are gonna want it before Christmas. Right. Yeah, for, for sure. like if they know we can pass in the next month people will be happy to get it for Christmas. Like that'll really boost the economy for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely for Christmas, I think a lot of people would really like that. Mm-hmm. Shoot, even uh Possibly, hopefully, maybe after Thanksgiving. Yeah, that, that would be... Definitely Thanksgiving after that would be perfect. Alright, let me... Um, I'm going to hold that thought real quick. Oh, okay. Yeah, let me look at a few comments here. Hey, how's it going Ernesto? And for you guys on the podcast, these are the the guys doing live chat. Live chats coming in. I'm just saying hello. These are these are the people that are watching me live on YouTube. FYI. <laughs> um we got Teacher Mama plans, Ernesto. Hey, how's it going? Boylos Boylos is in the house. Boy Boylos EX 956. And Jimmy show me the money, right? Exactly. So, yeah, if you guys out there, definitely look into seeing if you qualify for the stimulus packages. And who is that lovely voice in the background oh that's commander cash so commander cash in the house so hello. so alrighty. well we're we're gonna go and take a real quick break uh let me set up yeah we'll take a real real quick break and we'll be back here in about five five minutes or so go ahead and grab you a drink grab you a little snack and we'll be right back Definitely. So let's get back to it. All right. Let's see here. Yeah, I figured I'd go and check out. check out uh, another article Let's see I pulled up there. yeah I know we kind of went over the payment sizes and all that stuff a bunch of times. Okay, here we go. I'm going to go ahead and read this other this other article one last one just kind of get us another opinion of what's going on for the second stimulus. It says worldwide it shows 39 million cases. Wow, that's 39.4 million cases. 1.1 million deaths. Uh, It also shows 27 million recoveries, which is good as well. That's worldwide. In the U.S. it shows 8 million cases, uh, 200,000 deaths, and 3.1 million recoveries, which is, that's a, a pretty decent number. Let me see where this article starts. Global accounting and consulting firm Deloitte will close four of its 50 British offices as it reviews its real estate portfolio in the coronavirus pandemic, but will retain the staff on working from home contracts. it said on Saturday. Deloitte. Wow, that's interesting. To shut shut four UK offices due to the C V nineteen entrenches. Here it says Rapper Kanye West on Monday released his first official campaign video in his long shot bid to be elected US president on November third. Focusing on religion and families. I heard about that a while back. I was just, just, I totally didn't even, didn't realize he was still doing stuff with that. Interesting. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention on Saturday reported, okay, I went through those numbers. Europe. Movie theaters outside of New York City will be allowed to reopen October 23rd after a month-long hiatus spurred by the CV-19, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo said on Saturday. So, October 23rd. Not bad. I wonder what kind of movies they'll be coming out with. So... Global global coronavirus cases rose by more than 400,000 for the first time on Friday. A record one day increase as much as of Europe enacts new restrictions to curb the outbreak. Here it says, Biden accuses Trump of trying to wish away COVID ahead of Wisconsin rally. With, CV19 cases hitting record doubles, in the battleground state of Wisconsin, Joe Biden attacks Trump handling of, his handling of the pandemic. The president is due to hold a rally in the, that state on Saturday. All right. So. This is. Albert Biurla. I'm not sure exactly who he is, but he says, "Transparency." It says, "Twitter." Transparency is important, so I'd like to provide greater clarity around the timelines. Oh, for Pfizer's COVID nineteen vaccine. Oh, so and and the three key areas where we must demonstrate success in order to submit for emergency use authorization approval. Yeah, that that was actually what we were talking about. The stocks, actually that will, that is a perfect segue to look into the Pfizer stocks. Yeah, we should definitely check out those Pfizer stocks now. Let me, let me, let's go ahead and move on into this, to the stock. Let's look at the Pfizer stock real quick. Here we go. So the Pfizer stock right now is traded at $37.95. And that's at a plus one point, or excuse me, a dollar and 40 increase and a 3.83% increase in the green. That's pretty good actually. Let's see. It ended. Previous close was $36.55, and it shows continual. So, wow, you should definitely look into getting that stock. And again, guys, like I say, any information I provide you, um, financial advice. I'm, you know, I'm not your dad. Your dad, I'm not your financial advisor. You know, whatever you choose to do after, you know, listening or hearing this information is perfectly your your choice, purely your choice, so, and, um, yeah, definitely, um, <clears throat> if you're not uh, subscribed to the cha- to the channel, my YouTube channel, I encourage you, go ahead and get subscribed, and in inside the comment section, put, I subscribed, and I will personally send you, um, a message back, and, and, and again, definitely, uh, smash that like button to help out the YouTube algorithm, um, but yeah, it's, um, $37.95 not bad for Pfizer and for some of you guys that don't know information on Pfizer they are a Oh, one second. let me grab a drink yeah they're founded in Brooklyn New York in 1849 they're headquartered out of New York New York <clears throat> Their revenue is $51.7 billion um, a year or as of last year, uh, they have some subsidiaries, Hospira, um, Pfizer LT- Ltd, Array, Biopharma. So they're all in sorts of pharmaceuticals. So like that that one guy tweeted, he was saying that they're looking at putting out having vaccines fairly soon. And I know I I understand to take the vaccine. Oh, what is that the uh, that uh to be or not to be, what was that, Shakespeare, T- to take the vaccine or not to take the vaccine, right, um, it's purely, that's, that's another choice as well, everybody has a free choice to take it or not, that's, that's up to you and your family, so, but these guys are making it, and CEO, oh, it's the CEO, okay, so the CEO is, that, that's the guy that tweeted, makes a lot of sense. Founders Charles Pfizer, Charles F. Earhart, and the CEO Albert Berla. Cool. So, I'm pretty much right here. I'm seeing a huge. It's a continual path. So, definitely want to look into uh, investing with these guys. I I highly recommend it. so yeah that's yeah Pfizer so yeah let's go ahead and shoot shoot across to the to our daily stock check update go ahead and pull that up here online real quick let's see if what's in the green what's in the red And then after that we'll take a small break and then go into our last part of the cryptocurrency market. See what's going on with Bitcoin and all the altcoins. See what's going up or down or what's going on with that. Alrighty. So yeah, the Dow. The Dow's in the green. The NASDAQ is in the red. S&P is in the green, barely, it's like 0.1% in the green, which is not bad, but not great yet. Um, A lot of people say it needs to be at least 5%, 5% to uh, actually start investing into it. So, all right, here we go. The Dow is at 0.39% increase in the green right now it's traded at $28,606 and it's a plus $120 um, and today's saturday so that would be ending on you know last of friday going into you know in a couple days monday when the market gets back up and going fyi so the nasdaq is at 36% which which is at priced at $11,671 that's at a negative 40 $42 in the decrease, and the S&P 500 is it's at a 0.01% increase, and it's traded right now at $3,483, and that's at a 0.47 increase, so a l- just a little under 1% increase, not too bad, alright, so now let's talk about some. Some popular stocks. All right, we got these. Ooh, look at that! They are. Let me double check this chat real quick. Cool. Thanks for subscribing. Someone on the live, Someone on the live chat right now just subscribed. Thanks, bud. Uh, Let's see. Okay, we got one, two. Oh wow, we got another so two two popular stocks have are in the red, two are in the green, and one is exactly even. Very interesting. That's pretty rare if you ask me. It actually happened I think with GE like last week. Alright, let's check it out. So Apple Incorporated is at $119.04 that's at a decrease in the red at a negative 1.38% our next stock, popular stock is Citigroup Incorporated right now it's traded at $43.19 and that is a negative it's in the decrease so it's at a negative .96% so not too bad, little under 1% decrease. And General Electric Company right now is traded at $7.29. And that's at a 6.04% in the green increase, which is good. So you could actually start trading that one right now. Or look at trading that one right when Monday starts. See how it goes. Um, Next popular stock is Alphabet Incorporated. Right now it's traded at $1,568, and that's at a 0.81 increase in the green. So they're doing good. And, Microsoft, and the last but not least popular stock is Microsoft Corporation, traded at $219.65, and that is dead even. So it's not in the green, not in the red, it's right in the middle. So that'll be interesting to see what happens Monday. We'll see how that one goes. Maybe we can get back on track and turn this baby around. Alright, so... Yeah, now I'm going to go into... Let me see where we're at here. Yeah, my next... I got some uh, gainers and some loser stocks. Gainers for the day are... General Electric Company, that's at a plus 6.11%. And um, f- next one is Pfizer Incorporation, uh, Incorporated, which we actually just talked about. It's at a plus, plus 3.8% increase. So that'd be a good one to check out here on Monday to, to possibly invest in. Like we said right before we even got on here. Alaska Air Group Incorporated. Is trade it's uh at a 3.4 percent increase. Westrock Company is at a 3.38 percent increase, and and Laboratory Corporation of America H is at a 3.29 percent increase. So, those are your studs closing out as of Friday coming into Monday, all right, and your losers closing out from last Friday. Um, Into this Monday, are Slumberjay Nevada or NV um, that's at a negative 8.8% in the red. Halliburton Company is at a negative 6.2% in the red. Devon Energy Corporation is at a negative 4.99% in the red. Occidental Petroleum Corporation another dud at 4.9% in the red. And last dud for the the weekend is Holly Frontier Corporation is at a negative 4.86%. And that is all of the duds. And last but not least, we have some commodities. We got oil right now is uh, traded at $40.78 per barrel. That's at a negative 0.24%. In the red, gasoline right now is at $2.69 Um a gallon, and then that's a negative 3.7% decrease. Gold right right now is priced at $1,902, and that's a negative 18% decrease. Silver is at $24.28, and that's a 0.51% decrease as well. So um, all those are in the red. And last but not least, our last commodity, corn, it's actually in the plus, It's traded at $402.50, and it's a 0.12% increase, so not too shabby. And let's go ahead and check out some currencies here real quick. Um, The euro right now is priced at $1.17. That's compared to the U.S. dollar. The British pound, $1.29 compared to the U.S. dollar and... Canadian dollar still at, man, this this Canadian dollar just doesn't move at all, but it's been at 76 cents, stuck there, it's been, it's been at that for at least two months, I haven't seen it move, up, move at all, so, Canadian dollar is kind of staying the same compared to the US, and that right there is your stock information, so, let me see where I'm at on my, alright, and... What we'll do now is Let me take a quick small break and righty, guys, we are back and um Oh hey, how's it going, Java card? Thanks, buddy. I see that you subscribe here. Appreciate your support, and um, thank you guys for the little text cups. Appreciate you guys. So, this last segment, we're basically just going to go over uh, Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies. You know, kind of what's what's going on with those guys. Pull it up right here. Uh, Yeah, let's first go and look up the price of Bitcoin. I'll do that on a separate. See what Bitcoin is at now. Right now, Bitcoin is... Actually, it's went down a little bit. Not too much. It is priced at $11,385.20. Alright. So it's still holding on to that little over 11000 Not bad. Not too shabby. Yeah, let's... Let's see what they have to say about it. Sharp Bitcoin price move brewing as Bitcoin volatility falls to a 16-month low. That must be outdated. Bitcoin options aggregate open interest has increased to $2 billion, which is 13% below the all-time high. Although the open interest is still heavily concentrated on Deribit exchange, the Chicago Mercantile Exchange CME has also reached 300 million in simple terms, options derivatives contracts allow investors to buy protection. Yeah, cuz the last the last time we were talking about Bitcoin, they were saying that that there's basically like the whole world of bitcoin is all held on like five different exchanges which is if you really think about it you're um hopefully you know and there's been a few hacking incidences i know of this last year so you know it's just it's crazy how that falls into place as well uh says for example um derivative contracts allow miners to stabilize their income which is tied to a cryptocurrency's price cryptocurrency's price arbitrage and market making firms also utilize instruments to hedge their trades ultimately deep liquid markets attract larger participants and increase their efficiency (sighs) definitely increase their efficiency double check my yeah definitely uh, make them more efficient but Implied volatility is a useful and primary metric that can be extracted from options pricing. Wherever trades perceive increased risk of larger price oscillations, the indicator will shift higher. The opposite occurs during periods when the price is flat or there is expectation of milder price swings. Okay. Yeah, I don't have it on my, I have it right here on my laptop so I can't necessarily show you guys that are watch, watching on on the video, on YouTube yeah, volatility is commonly known as a fear indicator okay kind of when it's flat, starting to flatten out a little bit but one thing I'm impressed about is that it is it is holding its ground pretty darn good so Yeah, it's it's still it's still above eleven thousand. Yeah, that that's going pretty good. Says, as as a comparison, Apple shares shares hold a forty one percent three month volatility, although higher than the S and P five hundred's twenty nine percent. The long-term impact versus Bitcoins 47% has striking effects. The same 34% upside for a March 2021 call option for AAPL shares has a 2.7 premium. To put things in perspective, if a APPL share were priced at eleven thousand three hundred this March uh, 2021, option would cost $308. Meanwhile, the Bitcoin um one is trading at a eleven or one thousand one hundred and fifty, which is also four times more expensive. So betting so this is what they're looking at. So so Bitcoin's at a little over eleven thousand. They're saying in the next three to six months it could be looking at hitting twenty grand. So um for any of you math guys out there, if you do the math, I mean at the end of the day you'll be making money if you get in now because it's there's they're saying it's not looking at it's holding its ground at 11386 $11, dollars right now it says although there is an implied cost to carrying a perpetual futures position for more extended periods, it hasn't been burdensome. This is because the funding rate of perpetual futures is usually charged every eight hours. Alright. Alright, guys. I'm going to go and go into a few more paragraphs. I just want to see for myself, actually, what they're going to That's the last part, what they're going to be talking about. Okay. The The funding rate has been oscillating between positive and negative for the past couple of months. This results in a net neutral impact on buyers, longs, and short sellers that might have been carrying open positions. Due to its inherent high volatility, Bitcoin options might not be the optimal way to structure leverage bets. The same eleven hundred and fifty dollar cost. It's which I what I just talked about. Okay, so uh, that and used to be acquired Bitcoin futures using a four time leverage. This would yield a fifteen hundred dollar gain, one hundred thirty six percent, once Bitcoin reaches the same thirty four percent upside required by the option break. Uh, Actually, the I'm looking right here at the Bitcoin. It's literally just went up like ten dollars. Oh, from eighty-six to ninety-three. Yeah, it went up like six six dollars as I was reading that article. That's pretty wild. So, um, for the bulls out there, unless there's a specific price range and time frame in mind, it seems for now sticking with the perpetual futures is the best solution. The views and opinions expressed here are solely those of the author and do not necessarily okay. They're that's their little disclaimer here. Not necessarily reflect the views of Coin te- of the the website. Okay, every investment and trading moves more involvement at risk. You should conduct your own research. All right, which I say as well. But these guys are pretty darn pretty darn credible. So, but um. Uh, yeah, guys, well, that's pretty much all I got for you guys today. Um, yeah, I, um, I see you guys on the live chat. I really appreciate you guys chiming in. Um, let me know you subscribe, you know, and um, you. I, there was a few you guys I haven't seen on here, so maybe um, maybe next week if you guys are available, come on the chat. I'll, I'll give you guys a little shout out. But um, I was reading this one. Well, I have to wait till after election to get stimulus. Well, like we read earlier, they were saying um, once they agree on something and put it through, they're looking at something about the IRS being able to pay people with, send out checks within two weeks. So, shoot, if they can, hopefully they can get something done. I know the elections, we're getting closer and closer to the, I know there has been early voting, I know the elections are pretty much November 3rd, we're getting closer and closer to that, so that's kind of a big distraction as well, so we'll kind of see how that goes. But, uh, but alright guys, I appreciate y'all coming out, um, it's Money Manny with HTX TV and Convo Podcast, you know, you guys can check out my podcast as well. Um, you can follow me on TikTok. My TikTok and Instagram are MoneyManny1980. Um, and it's M O N E Y, M A N N Y, 1980. And um, yeah, definitely, um, we'll check things out, see how they go these next few weeks. But definitely, if you're not subscribed, get subscribed. And uh, you guys that are subscribed now, I really appreciate you guys, you long term subscribers. Appreciate you guys as well, too. So, over and out. Money menu with HTX TV. Y'all have a good one. We'll chat with you soon. Talk to you later.